with season two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. Hey, it's Scott McCain again with another edition of Project Distinct. Glad that you are with us today. And today we're going to be talking about commoditization and how it affects you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how it's affected me and the only three aspects that can get you out of this vast sea of sameness that every business or professional seems to be trapped in. So commoditization, how to avoid it, all that coming up today on this edition of Project Distinct. Brought to you, as always, by our website, DistinctionNation.com. Check us out at DistinctionNation.com. Join our group. We'd love to have you. It's absolutely free. And you get a 14-day audio program on creating personal distinction. You get workbooks, free ebooks, and much more. All you got to do, go to DistinctionNation.com. I hold kind of a revolutionary viewpoint, a contrarian viewpoint, in that I honestly believe that there's no business, no organization, no individual that has to solely be a commodity business. See, I think organizations have chosen, either through preference or inaction or tradition, to play that commodity game. Now, I understand that the trend in every industry is, at some point, to drift toward commoditization. And believe it or not, it's even happened in the purely service industry in which I'm involved of professional speaking. Back in 1972, speaker Cavett Robert decided there should be a way for professional speakers to communicate with one another, develop standards in our industry. So he called several friends to have a meeting that became the genesis of the National Speakers Association. Cavett Robert was a larger-than-life figure, both on stage and in personal contact as well. By 1976, Cavett, through the sheer force of his personality, had rounded up 189 speakers to attend the first national convention of the association. The industry of professional speaking at corporate and association meetings was then in its infancy. Cavett Robert stood before the group, and he told him he had a vision for an organization where professional speakers could convene to improve their presentations, exchange ideas, and share experiences. He felt that everyone involved in the speaking profession would benefit from growing the number, as well as the quality, of professional speakers. He referred to this as making a bigger pie. And that bigger pie philosophy guided the industry and its trade association for the next quarter century. Well, as the National Speakers Association grew in membership and outreach, and as the industry it represented grew and matured in great part because of the association's efforts, a very interesting trend started. All of a sudden, the pie wasn't growing as rapidly, and a heck of a lot more people were showing up to eat pie. When I sent out my first professional mailing, it was a brochure sent to 100 prospective customers advertising my services as a professional speaker back in 1981, I received 92 responses from the 100 pieces of mail. It's unbelievable, right? I mean, almost every caller said, wow, we've never received a mailing from a professional speaker before. Well, now meeting planners get one or two of these mailings or contacts or LinkedIn promotions or hit up on email a day. I mean, from the literally thousands of professional speakers in the country and around the world, they're inundated with marketing contacts. And as you might imagine, this niche industry of professional speaking started to experience what every other industry does at a point of maturation and commoditization. Suppliers, the speakers, and buyers, the meeting planners, 
became focused on price and processing speed. In other words, pressure to lower your fee and booking the engagement closer to the date that it actually occurred rather than booking it well in advance. Pricing pressures became, for the first time, a significant experience in the profession. Meeting planners indicated they were selecting the speaker for their meeting based on a difference of 200 bucks. And in an industry where the standard lead time on a booking, the number of days between the booking of the engagement and the actual presentation, was at least six months, we now discovered that for convenience sake, clients were booking six weeks or less out. When I asked one meeting planner who had selected me to speak at her convention of more than 1,000 people, why she waited until 10 days before the meeting to secure a speaker, her response was chilling to me. She said, well, somebody good was going to be open. She saw little difference between one speaker and another. Speakers were now a commodity. My guess is that Cabot Robert never imagined so many people would want to eat the pie of professional speaking and that the industry would change so dramatically. But it has. The only speakers who've seen a dramatic increase in business and fees are the celebrity speakers and best-selling authors. The reason is obvious. They're differentiated, branded, not a commodity. Even though their product, a speech, is basically the same product as those professionals who are seeing a tremendous erosion in the profitability of their business. It's a metaphor for everyone in the industry. If you're not different, you're a commodity. But stop and think why that maxim is true. The only reason those in the speaking or airline or sporting goods or whatever industry that are differentiated and branded as more profitable and have a more sustainable situation must be because customers prefer their differentiation to the sameness of a commodity. If customers didn't want it, if they didn't prefer it, they wouldn't be willing to pay more for it. They wouldn't be willing to seek it out, even though it was often less convenient than the commodity version of the product or service. Experts suggest that there are three aspects to understanding commodity, and those three are simply price, quality, and service. So in other words, price is a competitive advantage if you can maintain it. The problem is that the only thing I have to do to beat you then in the marketplace is lower my price. That's not a good long-term strategy. Many commodity businesses have to be price leaders because I believe, unfortunately, they're neither creative enough to add value to the product or service, nor are they customer-focused enough to create the kinds of experiences that customers desire. The second aspect is quality. So what happens in terms of quality? Well, it means that we want to buy from a quality supplier, but yet ask yourself, like in the airline business, does JetBlue provide higher quality transportation than Southwest? Well, I guess it depends on whether you'd rather be on an Airbus or a Boeing 737. Do you want the flight team to be dressed in khaki shorts and telling jokes, or do you want to watch DirecTV? Uh, the answer is it's up to you. However, both these competitors understand that customers are going to focus on the quality of what they deliver. But the third and final factor is service. And here I believe it's the only place where a business can break through the commodity trap. What happens is you have to find a way to deliver an extraordinary experience through the service that you provide because the fact of the matter is most of us aren't going to be able to make dramatic changes in pricing. Most of us aren't going to be able to make dramatic changes in the quality of, of what we sell. 
So what we have to do is to focus on the level of service, the level of experience. So what we have to do is to understand quite precisely what's different about the experience of doing business with us as opposed to the experience of doing business with our competitor. Be back with a final thought right after this. DistinctionNation.com is your free resource where you can join our membership group and become a part of Distinction Nation. There's free resources you're going to get, a free ebook, a free 14-day audio course on creating personal distinction, and so much more. I'd love to have you join us. Just go to DistinctionNation.com. Join in. It's absolutely free. You don't want to expect we often overlook about the creating a compelling experience because that will break us out of the commodity trap is this. If your employees are bored, they're boring your customers. What we have to do is to find ways to engage our employees at a higher rate so that our employees engage our customers. If we don't do that, we aren't going to break out of the commodity trap. That does it for us today on Project Distinct. This is Scott McKay. Please share this podcast. We appreciate when you subscribe as well. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.